Randy, thank you so much for joining me today on Take It Personally. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to chat with you. So I would love for you to first introduce yourself. Tell us your name, the name of your business, what you do. Sure. So my name is Randy Baranek, and my business is Randy Lee Photography. And I would call myself a business brand and product photographer. So I do personal brand photography. I do product photography. I do headshots, event photography. That's kind of most of the the things I do, but I'm kind of open to whatever comes my way in terms of, of business and branding. Where are you based? Oh, I live in Iowa. I'm kind of the Cedar Rapids, Iowa City area. Okay. Cool. I always like to add that because I was lis- I've listened to a few podcasts lately and they'll say something like South Dakota and I'm like, oh, I immediately feel like we're friends now. <laughs> I had sent Randy a couple of questions ahead of time. This wasn't on her list, so I'm putting her on the spot. But what made you want <laughs> to pursue brand photography? Like why was that something that made you interested? That's a really good question. So I kind of fell into photography the way I feel like a lot of people do, women especially. I, you know, got my camera when my kids were born and wanted to take better photos, got, you know, asked to take photos of friends and family. And so that's what got me thinking about business in general. But brand photography specifically, I wanted to keep my evenings and weekends free to spend time with my family. I've got, you know, two young kids. And so that was part of it. But then also once I started meeting like female entrepreneurs, I just loved working with that subset of people. And so those two things, you know, are kind of the perfect marriage with brand photography, getting to to have my own personal time, but getting to serve the type of clients I want to work with. Yeah, totally. I think your story is so similar to so many who are interested in brand photography. Like it's that first realization of like, okay, I've built this really cool business that I super love, but I kind of hate parts of it. Like I don't want to work nights and I don't want to work weekends. So how could this be better. And brand photography is such a, I think, kind of a simple way to fix that, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we first started coaching together. We're, we're here today. We're talking about rebrand, but you and I started coaching together prior to rebrand when I was still hosting a mastermind. So that was like October, 2021. Talk a little bit about what happened in your business or life or whatever that made you decide, okay, I think it might be time to hire a coach. Yep. I feel like I might be a little bit unique in that I actually decided to join your mastermind or hire a coach right away when I first started my business. I was still working full-time as a pharmacist at the time. And so the little amount of time I had to spend on my business, I wanted to make sure that I was doing the most that I could. And I didn't want to start you know, from scratch when I knew that I could learn from people that have been there before. And so I just wanted to maximize the time that I had. And and I had met with prior mastermind attendee or mentee or whatever you want to call it. And she highly recommended you and the program. And so I just thought this is, you know, it's hard to spend the money up front, but I knew that that's what I needed to really like make this happen quickly. Yeah. That is a different story than you hear from a lot of people. I think for a lot of people, it's like, okay, I was at this particular point of business and realized it was time to do X, Y, Z. But I think it's really cool that you decided that upfront because the I think the biggest thing with coaching that pretty much anybody, you know, if you have a good coach-client relationship, what anybody's going to walk away from is you can kind of speed up time. And to be able Mm -hmm. to do that at the beginning of your business is so invaluable. And also make sure that like foundationally things are really good before you start, you know, getting super busy or super crazy with clients. Yep. 
Yep, absolutely. I feel like I, I'm probably officially about a year and a half into my business right now, and I feel like I'm just so far ahead of where I would have been had I not you know, hired you as my coach and had all of the mastermind, you know, participants and rebrand participants there to like bounce things off of and just learn from. And yeah, I feel like I've gained so much time back and I'm at a much, you know, more advanced place than had I done it all on my own. I love that. So with this next question, I typically ask like, what changes did you see in your business after we started working together? Your business was fairly new, but can you think of any changes or mindset shifts or just course corrections that happened after we started working together? Yeah, I think there's a couple things I kind of had in mind with this. I, you know, financially, obviously, I feel like I didn't have anything really to start with in terms of what I was doing, bringing in financially, but I think it took so much guesswork out of pricing, which mm. we've talked about a lot, is so personal and so emotional. So tough. And it's uh, so difficult to nail down. And I, you know, things still morph and change as you move through your business, but just having objective ways to look at it and the permission to let it be emotional and let those feelings, you know, kind of play into how you price things. I think that was just so helpful. I I would still be second guessing all of my pricing right now if it weren't for that support in that area, for sure. That makes me so happy. That's that's the <laughs> biggest that's one of the most challenging parts of business still for me and I'm 10 years in. So I know for people who are just getting started, like that is such a tricky thing. And I think it was, you know, when I realized and now I'm able to teach, like there's no perfect way to do this, but there is a system that you can come back to. There's a lot of freedom and knowing like, okay, I can't do this wrong. And yet here's the ABC of like how to kind of move through how to price something is really helpful. Exactly. And I think also just that permission to know that there's no way to do it wrong and that you can kind of think about how do I feel about this? Is this right? Is this jiving with me or not? I think just, yeah, having somebody say like, that's okay, that's normal was incredibly helpful to you. I love that. Yeah. And then I would say probably the the biggest change I noticed for me, and we talked about this a little bit, I think on Voxer, was the mindset shift in I can do whatever the heck I want. This yeah. is my business. You know, like I actually kind of pride myself on being like breaking the r rules, you, you know, you do you, but still I just sometimes need that reminder. Like if it's not feeling great to you, you don't have to do it. Or if it does feel good to you, even if it doesn't fit in what you might say are your check boxes for your business, do it, you know, and having somebody in your corner to kind of remind you that that's okay I think has been incredible for me. And it, it's helped me just trust my t intuition a little bit more. We'd kind of talked about this specifically with a client that, you know, I just wasn't sure that it jived with what I wanted. And you're like, girl, that's, that's your intuition. Like, <laughs> listen to it. And so that's been awesome too, just to kind of build my confidence and clarity in my business. I think that that's such a huge thing and it's such an incredible superpower that women specifically have. But because business tends to historically be pretty masculine, just from an energetic perspective, it's very like hustle culture, go, 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 sales, mm -hmm. whatever. We 
we are not taught to listen to our intuition. We're not taught to listen to that gut feeling. And so we take the client because it's a lot of money and then we regret it because we saw all those red flags and we just kept on walking. And so to be able to see those red flags and be like, okay, nope, like my gut knows, my body knows that this is not right. That's such an empowering feeling as a business owner to know like there's this just innate sense of knowing that you have and it's good to listen to that. Like it's it's not a weakness to follow the emotions. It's a huge strength. Right, right. And I think, you know, starting off, I thought, well, if I'm going to call myself a brand photographer, then I have to do X, Y, and Z in terms of, you know, the types of projects I take on. And so if a project come in, comes in and it, it fits those checkboxes, I have to do it, right? But yeah, noticing that intuition and being like, this, this I don't think is right for me for, for whatever reason, and being okay with saying no to things is just as important as getting the right inquiries, I think. Oh, 100%. I think that that's how a lot of people kind of start niching without even really know, like knowing that that's what they're doing. It's that mm-hmm. I don't want to do this or I do really want to do this. And then before you know it, there's kind of a pattern that emerges. I think that niching tends to happen more easily when you just follow that knowing and follow that intuition. Have you noticed that in your business? I think so. I don't know that I'm at the point where I'm niching specifically, but when I started, I guess I can say I am into brand photography. When I started, I intended to do family photography mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And I just was dreading every time I had to schedule something on an evening or a weekend Ooh, or yeah. I had to reschedule for weather or, you know, just all those things that come up that don't necessarily factor into brand photography as much. And But I love family photography. I love capturing emotion and, you know, being just a little more creative and artsy. Yeah. But it just – every time I had to do one, I just had this feeling. I was like, this is not what I'm – it's not what's lighting me up anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had that similarly with weddings. And I think in the photography industry specifically, we're – just kind of taught like in order to have a successful business, there are things that what you said that you have to do. And Mm -hmm. the magic really happens when you get curious and kind of ask yourself like, okay, if I am dreading this thing, what would my business look like if I didn't have that? What would that free up the time for? What would I be able to do with that energy? And I think what I've really found over the years, and I hope to, you know, communicate this with my clients too, is that like you can have a successful business doing basically whatever the hell you want. It's just Mm -hmm. what do you want, you know? And that's the hard hard question to answer. (laughs) You've asked me that question several times and it's very hard to answer. (laughs) But I appreciate it. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it changes, right? Like you said, when when we started out, I, I had forgotten that because we've been focusing so much on brands lately. But when you and I started talking, it was families and brands. And so also giving yourself that permission that like it might change and that's okay. You're human. You can change your mind. Yep. And having people in your corner I think is important too that understand your business and why you're focusing and niching the way you are. You know, I've had to say no to close friends that have asked me to do family photos for them. And I was scared at first, but the ones that truly get it are like, good for you. You know, you need to focus on what you want to do and serve your clients in the best way you can. And if you're doing things that don't serve you, you're not going to be, 
you know, doing that to the best of your ability. So that's refreshing too, I think, having people that understand that. that. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. For and for the most part, I think that that's true. People want the best for you, and so we build it up in our mind that it's going to be really because sc- it is scary. But we build it up mm-hmm. that it's going to be this like terrible thing, and ninety nine percent of the time, people are like, "That's great." Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And you know, this conversation in general just reminds me of conversations I have with my friend Haley, who does a lot in like the anti diet space, yes. and. We talk so much about living in the gray area because there's so much black and white on both ends of the spectrum. If you're talking about, you know, the health industry, you know, diet culture and anti-diet culture and finding that middle gray area that works best for you is ultimately where you're going to find, you know, your peace with that. And I think it's the same in business, you know, and I'm still learning that so much from you. But I think that's the biggest thing I've gotten out of coaching in general is, you know, just feeling comfortable and finding my gray area and feeling comfortable there. Yeah. It's something that it's a, it's a continuous journey. Cause I've, I had a conversation with my business coach a couple of weeks ago where she basically said like, do you want to be right about this or do you want to like be successful and make money? And da, 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 you know what I mean? Cause like there is no right answer. So if that's what you're looking for, it's not going to work out. And I was like, oh man, I've learned this before. Why am I still? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That to you, like, on one of our boxer conversations, like, why do I need you to keep telling me to, like, just do whatever the heck I want? But I love it. <laughs> yep. And that's that's why coaching is, I think, so impactful because we tend to learn the same lessons over and over as you, you know, I think especially in, like, business, people talk about, like, up-leveling. And mm-hmm. I have definitely noticed every time that I have had, like, a really big business growth spurt or that kind of up-level happen – I have to relearn all the same lessons over again for a different, you know, situation, yeah. scenario, whatever. So to have a coach to be like, let's bring you, bring you, you know, ground you and bring you back, that's so helpful. Yep. Yep. That's good to know for future me when things start, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> things start happening yes. again. It's going to happen again. <laughs> it's comforting and frustrating all at the same time. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So we've kind of alluded to a few different things, but what has been one of the biggest challenges in your business? Can you think of like one or a couple of things? That's a good question. Definitely, you know, I think some of the things I already touched on would be feeling like I had to fit in a box or label myself one way or the other. I, you know, for a while there, I was, I labeled myself right away. I'm going to be a personal brand photographer. And then I didn't, you know, have all the right pieces in place. I wasn't as prepared as I should have been maybe when I started, which also is fine. You know, there's something to be said for just jumping in and and doing things and getting started. But because of that, I got a little scared. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to be just a product photographer because that feels safer to me. And I guess I just got to the point where I was like, I don't have to put a label on it. I can just be a brand photographer in general and I can kind of take what comes and sounds good to me. Mm. leave those that don't. And so I think that biggest challenge was learning how to break the rule, my you know, my own rules that I'd set for myself and not putting myself in that box. I'm obsessed with that. I one of one of my favorite 
things to come back to personally is exactly what you said about like not being in the, not needing to fit within a box mm-hmm. because I think that's again that's just kind of how we're taught be be a good girl follow the rules all these things but we're not meant to do that and our businesses aren't meant to do that either you know you look at mm-hmm. all these incredible businesses out here solving amazing problems and having all these successes and like they don't fit in boxes so why are we expecting that of our business right Right. And I think, you know, being a new business owner, you you want to follow people who have done it before. You look up to them, yeah. and, but then you fall into the actually falling in their footsteps, which maybe isn't what's best for you in your business. So it's easy 100%. to do for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. So can you talk a little bit about what role do you feel coaching in Rebrand has played in your overall business growth? It has certainly given me back so much time that I would have spent myself trying to figure things out where when I can hop on a call and meet with a group of women who are in the same boat, thinking about the same things, have maybe already tried some things that I was thinking about trying. Mm -hmm. Um, You obviously have been in the space for a long time and have a really great perspective on things. Um, You know, I just get so much knowledge and perspective in a short amount of time. So that's been a huge benefit. The community is great. Like I just have all these people supporting me on Instagram and my business and, you know, words of encouragement and advice that I didn't know before coming into Rebrand, you know? So that's been awesome. Um, Also being able to help the other women, you know, you know, there's a lot of scenarios they're in that I maybe don't have experience in, but some that, that I have experienced before and being able to offer my advice has been kind of a fun, unique experience for me because I'm a relatively new brand photographer, so I don't feel like I, to this point, have had the opportunity to share any insight and wisdom with anybody. But here I feel like I can do that a little bit, which is just kind of a new thing I wasn't expecting, but I've really, really liked. Yeah. It helps you kind of elevate to that almost like next level version of yourself when you're able to take on some of that educator role, which just naturally Mm -hmm. happens in a group because you've got people with different strengths and different weaknesses. And it's really cool to see as a coach too. Yeah. Yep. And when you're not in the weeds with your own issue, it's much easier to see, you know, a possible solution to somebody else's issue. So yeah, it's just, it's really cool. I've really enjoyed it. One of my favorite things is and I've I've also struggled with this because, you know, my own ego, but one of my favorite things now is when I get into the Facebook group and someone has asked a question and it's answered and it's answered really well. And I'm like, I have nothing to add. <laughs> like that's amazing. And I used right. to really struggle with that, being like, Oh God, I should say something. Like I should add something. And I've learn to see it as such an asset of a group coaching program, right? Because you're getting mm-hmm. so many different perspectives and people from different walks of life. And it's really cool to see. It took it took me a minute to be like, this is cool. Just let it happen. Like leave your ego at the yeah. door. It's one of my favorite things now. Yeah. I love that. There was one post recently where, you know, somebody had a question with a client. It just didn't go the way they'd hoped. And and some people piped up with some solutions and also some things to consider. And I was just like, I I never even would have considered some of those things. Yeah. These people are so smart. It's so it's just such a good resource. I love it. 
Yeah. It's, I, I love rebrand because, and this is how, even though rebrand is different from past groups that I've done, it's similar kind of format wise because I love working one-on-one with people. I love our, you know, you and I, our Voxer conversations and the clients that I work with on, you know, a hour long Zoom call every other month or whatever. I love that. There's so much that you can get done in a one-on-one container where you're just like digging into someone's business. And there's also so much magic from a group setting. And I love that Rebrand marries the two because I think that they're both Mm -hmm. valuable in different ways. And so it's really cool to hear that you like both of those things too. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely an asset, I would say. So for those considering following in your footsteps and joining Rebrand, what's something that you want them to know? I would say that the return on investment, it's – likely going to be there financially. But even if it isn't, the return that you get in terms of the confidence and the clarity in how to move your business forward, I think is just immeasurable. Like I just, I would highly, highly recommend that people invest in themselves, which is really hard to do. But I think it's just, it moves people forward so much quicker and so with so much more clarity, I think is the best word. You know, you just feel more confident in where you're going. And I just love it. I can't say enough good things about it. That makes me so happy. Yeah. I I think I've told this story before, but in one of the first rounds of group coaching that I've ever did, I asked the group because I was trying to name it. I had originally named it like the Maddie Pashak Mastermind, which makes me want to throw up. It's so (laughs) – I don't like that at all. But I had no creative ideas. And I was asking about like different words, like what if you had to sum it up in one word, what would that be? And almost everyone said confident. And I was like, no, no, no. I want to talk about how much more money have you made? (laughs) Like, you know, all these things. Right, right, right. But you're spot on. It's the the confidence and the clarity, that's what matters because it translates mm-hmm. into everything. Like you can make more money because you can ask for more money and you can find yep. the right clients because you feel confident in who your client is. Like that, it just informs everything. Yep. And I will say too, for people who are similar to me, before I joined your mastermind, I interviewed another coach. Yes, I remember this. Yep. And she was a different type of coach. She's wonderful. But- I felt like the the information or what I was going to get out of that was a lot more touchy-feely, for lack of a, be- mm. a better word. And I really wanted some objective things that I could apply. And so I think that is a huge benefit of your programs is that, you know, you definitely focus a lot on mindset and confidence and, and that, but also we get so many practical tools. I mean, you've given us your literal like workflows, you know, for things, which is so generous because workflows are a nightmare. They're the literal worst. But workflows and templates and like, hard numbers, you know, and I'm I'm not a goal setter by like habit naturally, but in our first meeting you were like what are your financial goals and how are we going to get there? And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a real deal." <laughs> so, it's it's such a good mesh of like objective concrete things and the mindset. That is the best thing you could ever say to me. I think we're done here. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> no, like that. Thank you. That is that is exactly what I want the program to be. It is an interesting balance because the mindset stuff matters. And yet I was so similar to you and like, I don't, which mm-hmm. is ironic if you look at the program that I'm in now, but I was very much like, nope, I want a map. I want 
A, B, C, D. Yep. Like I don't want to talk about the mindset stuff. The mindset stuff does matter. I'm sorry. We have to talk about it. Yep. <laughs> but but there's also, there's also stuff. There's also how are you going to actually respond to this client and what should your CRM look like and what CRM should you be using and what the hell is a CRM? Mm-hmm. Like there's right. other stuff that exactly. we need to talk about. <laughs> 100%. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. That's very cool. Yes. So I, yeah. you, you talked a little bit about the podcast with Haley. And when mm-hmm. we sign off or as we're signing off, I would love for you to let people know where they can find you, what your projects are. Talk about the podcast. Like, let's hear it. Sure. Yeah. So I am on Instagram as Randy Lee Photography. That's where I am most active. I'm probably on Facebook too, just a copy over of my Instagram post. But <laughs> but yeah, Instagram is where you can find me. I have a website, randyleephotography.com, which is currently being redone. So it's ugly now, but if you visit in a couple weeks, it'll be beautiful. And then yeah, I've recently signed on as a co-host for Give Them the Bird podcast. And my co-host is Haley Meltert. And she's local to Iowa as well. And I met her, we go to the same gym and have some mutual friends, but she is a I couldn't even tell you all the certifications she has, boatloads of them. Yeah. But in nutrition, she's a certified intuitive eating counselor. She's got like personal training certifications. She works with a University of Iowa students in student health. But all that to say, she's a very knowledgeable person in the health and nutrition space, but she really pushes back on the diet industry. And so that's, mm-hmm. and her nickname is Bird. So that's where the Give Them the Bird I podcast wondered, name I comes from. I love that. Yeah. So giving them the bird to the diet industry. And so, yeah, she kind of brought me on as just a different perspective, being someone that has gone through her coaching program and has had my own journey in pushing back on the diet industry. And so we just kind of swear a lot, <laughs> chat a lot, laugh a lot, and interview no people in the space. Yeah, I know. It's just a really, really fun, fun project that I just kind of have fun with on the side. So but yeah, we're that. on Instagram too at Give Them the Bird Podcast and then anywhere you can listen podcast, you can find that too. So, Awesome. Another good podcast to add to the – I feel like I constantly just have a running list of all the lovely podcasts that I love to listen to. And I like – I love business podcasts, obviously, but I actually listen to the majority – like the majority of podcasts I listen to are not business. So uh-huh. I'm really excited for this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun one. Yeah. Randy, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for your just candidness and honesty and willingness to have this conversation. I know it can be kind of vulnerable talking about your business and where your business has been the past 18 months and kind of what's going on. So I really appreciate you being here. I have absolutely loved working with you. I'm so glad that we've met. Yeah. And just thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Attention established photographers. Does this sound like you? You've been doing this for a hot minute and you've got a calendar full of portraits and weddings to show for it, but you don't feel fulfilled by the work you're doing or the hours you're doing it in. You love photography, but damn, this industry can feel so overwhelming. You're beginning to realize why so many of your photog friends, and maybe you too, feel so burnt out all the time. You're trying to build a unique business, but it feels like everyone is doing a version of the same thing and it's easy to get caught up in the comparison trap. You know you need to raise your prices, but that feels terrifying, not to mention just one piece of the puzzle. What if I told you I could help? 
I am so excited to be running the second cohort of my group coaching program, Rebrand, a 16-week group coaching experience for photographers who desire to offer brand photography so they can scale their income, work better hours, and run a business that feels like them. If you're a photographer who wants to embody your brand in a way that attracts dream clients, stop looking to other businesses to decide what comes next for yours, grow your confidence so you can show up as a branding authority, build a successful business strategy that considers your goals and priorities, make your mark in a new underserved niche of photography, and stand out from competitors offering similar services for half the price, Rebrand is for you. Doors are now open for Rebrand and we start April 1st. I would love to see you inside. Go to maddiepashung.com slash rebrand for more information or to sign up for the cohort. That's maddiepashung.com slash rebrand.